Um, this one's probably gonna be. Well, hello. Hey, welcome to another episode of About Life with Caleb and Ellen. I am Ellen. That's Caleb. You're on track this week. I think. On track? Well, because, you know, we've been. Did one last out. week. No, I know. Did one the, last week. the week before that, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. So. Oh. How are your how are your plans going? Are you looking forward to your uh, your big trip there? Are you getting closer? Yeah, I am actually. Um I have and I also also recently found out that my new company has implemented this new policy after I've joined, which um they pay for you to they pay for your travels um per year up to like 3k um right so i might be able to get that to you know cover my relocation cost which is good because it did cost me quite a bit Mm -hmm. so that's good news on top of that i i'm just looking forward to getting there i think there are a lot of places that i want to go and visit there's actually this library i can't remember what it's called but um think of like interstellar fifth dimension where he's like pulling the strings but a library it's like floating bookshelves it's pretty cool i have to look up the name that sounds intriguing what is the fifth dimension i don't know well i guess it's like fourth dimension that is accessible right like time becomes a what do you call it like we can go backwards and forwards in time easily i just said i just looked up what is fifth dimension and it said it's a band so that's that's not the the, uh (laughs) what is the fifth dimension Hold on, I'm going to actually look up where that um, library is. This is considered to be a micro-dimension rather than one of the full-fledged ones you can see by kicking a cube across the floor. Okay. What the heck? I'm literally going uh, to... It's- it's uh <laughs> oh it's it's got something to do with string theory i think it's um oh this is this is just this is too much for a a morning podcast no no tell tell us tell us tell us no no, no that's what i'm saying i'm like i have to like spend some time like actually looking at what this is cuz it's got basically there's an image right yeah and it's got a a a plane which is mm-hmm. in this in this image it's a fourth dimensional space time plane right mm-hmm. and strings which i think in string theory are basically strings of energy i think that is what they are okay. um, are basically going through the fourth dimensional space time in almost like a z axis direction so they're not following the space time they're going perpendicular to the space time and that's what the fifth dimension is, if what I'm looking at on this picture is correct. So, so I could, could be I could be completely wrong, but uh, it's it's almost like they're going the opposite way of, not the opposite, perpendicular to space time. So what does that mean? Does that mean we can go backwards and forwards in time, like interstellar, or do we? Ellen, I don't know. <laughs> Do we just have a I would halo imagine around us? If you're going backwards and forwards in space time, then you'd be still on the fourth dimension, right? But this is like perpendicular. So you're going outside outside of space time. So if you're outside so, of space time, that means you can look at time backwards and forwards 
but you can't you, be in it. You can look at it. You can observe it. Yes. So maybe maybe the fifth dimension is like uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey and in, uh, Interstellar when he's trying to communicate with his daughter. Yeah. You know, he can see the future and the past, but he yeah. can't. He can't be in it, but he yeah, can. He, I guess he can interact with it, but he can't. Like yeah, he's not part of it. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we could we could be completely wrong. Um, I'm just looking at another image. Yeah. So th there's another image where. An example of fifth dimension might be re represented, and you can see there's a fourth dimensional plane with our universe in it, and there's some sort of interaction with energy or something, and the energy is going outside of that uh, universe, basically perpendicular. Okay, but we could be, we could be getting this completely wrong. It's um, I think we're right. I, um, I trust. So I now thought, I'm. I trust myself. I'm, I'm curious about. Is there a sixth, sixth dimension? <laughs> I thought we there just... were 11 dimensions. Is it? Oh, well, I don't know enough about this. From what I, from one of my, um, I don't know, I saw this like science YouTube channel a long time ago that they hypothesized that there could be 11, but I don't actually <laughs> know if that's real. So you could really hypothesize anything. Like there could be 80 dimensions for all I know. Uh, well, there's a wiki page, six dimensional space. So, um, yeah, it's a concept in mathematics and physics. So, so I have no concept. idea how they can how they can prove any of this. I don't know. They 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 can't. They just look at numbers. Yeah, I guess that's what quantum physics is, right? A lot of it's unexplained, like you can't test it. It's just in the maths or in the math, I should say. Well, it's uh, it's like what Einstein says, right? Like quantum physics scares him because it's like it shouldn't be that way, but it is something like that. I might be making that up, but I know that he said that he's not a big fan of it, but he knows it exists. Something like that. I don't know enough about it, unfortunately. Um, but it looks like there's a seventh dimensional space, but I can't see an eighth. There's no Wikipedia. Oh, no, 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 there is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There is, there is, there is. Uh, there's an eighth dimensional space here, and but I do not see a ninth. So I don't know if the Wikipedia people gave up or if... They just assume that there is an unlimited number of dimensions. Who knows? But it's very interesting and a little bit scary. But I would say, um, just in the vein of uh, space and all that sort of stuff, uh, again, uh, just singing my praises of uh, this, but uh, James Webb is pumping out the beautiful images um, I sort of follow a few accounts on Instagram and it almost seems like, I mean, cause it's looking at in infrared, it's kind of a little bit different. It does have some manipulation because infrared doesn't view in the spectrum of like our eyes. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, like it doesn't, it's not like a color image that you'd, if you're in space, that's exactly what you see. It's kind of like they, as, as far as I understand, they manipulate the image based on what the infrared is picking up and they're guessing kind of what colors are which, yeah. um, but producing some very beautiful images. And if you haven't seen those, I would definitely recommend checking them out because it looks almost fake, but it's not fake because it's an actual image. But, are those the pillars of um, creation? Yes. And there's a couple more as well. I don't know the names of the other ones, but uh, I think in the last week or so, uh, they had a bunch come out. So, um, yeah, really good, really cool. And, you know, Hubble has already taken photos of that, of that stuff before, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but it's clearer. It's actually, uh, because it's on a sort of different wavelength, um, you actually kind of get more depth. I think it shows uh, the gaseous stuff a lot better uh, from the James Webb. So you kind of, it looks more full, maybe. Is that the right word? Full? Um, 
but it's picking up stuff that the Hubble isn't picking up. So, or not doing a great job at picking up. So it's um, yeah, it makes the images look more fantastical, but they're real. So, um, it's just I guess it's just something we haven't seen before. It's like mm. an extra um, um, depth. And there was a beautiful image. I think it was of. I don't know if it was Saturn. It was one of the planets that you don't typically think of having rings, I think. Um, and it took a really beautiful image of that as well, where the rings were quite visible. So I think, um, yeah, the books haven't changed already. You know, the textbooks, uh, they'll have to be updating their illustrations. But, you know, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool in general. Pretty scary, but it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What I mean? No, I'm looking at them now. Pillars of creation. They kind of remind me of um, what do you call those things in Harry Potter where they're like Death Eaters or whatever? I don't know. The 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 the, the um. Yeah, they kind of look like uh, creatures in like robes or something. Eh? Yeah, like some sort of anthropomorphic creature was in in a robe. Um. I think the reason why they call it Pillars of Creation, because I'm not entirely sure, but I think... They're as old as Big Bang? Gases are kind of what is the building blocks to say a sun. Okay. But I could be wrong. Um, I thought it was because they're as old as the Big Bang, so... Ah, uh, yeah, it could be. That could be the, uh, the reason for the name. Mm. But, um, yeah, if you go to... If you go to the Wikipedia page, it'll give you the James Webb telescope version as well. And it just looks like crazy amazing. Well, I'm on this. I'm looking at this. So, yeah. I now wish I had a 4K screen so I can actually look at it properly. Yeah, I would like one of those too, I think. Ooh, excuse me. But coming back to where this whole conversation began about mm. interstellar space. Um, this library in Mexico City is called Biblioteca Vasconcelos. Vasconcelos. So mm-hmm. biblioteca means library. So it's Library Vasconcelos in La Ciudad de Mexico, uh, Mexico City. It looks lit. Like, as my new colleagues say, it's fire. <laughs> Have you ever watched um, um, Loki, the 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 the, the TV show? No, okay. uh, no, I, I I haven't seen anything Marvel since maybe Thor Ragnarok. Oh, okay. Anyways. Um, you'll probably, you'll probably won't even see, I guess the next movie coming up with Ant-Man, but, um, this library actually kind of looks like a scene from Loki, uh, which is called a TVA time variant agency. Mm-hmm. So it, it looks kind of the same with all these books and shelves, but I don't think it's the same place in terms of where they filmed it. I think where they filmed it was probably just a green screen. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of movies, I went to watch Black Adam. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Really? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. I'm just <laughs> making stuff up. I think. Did they say? Did they save the DC universe? No, they didn't. They probably ruined it. Um, although the last, <laughs> the last scene was fine. Like the post credit, post credit. I thought, I thought it had Superman in it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, Henry Cavill. I just guessed that. I just figured that they would match them up. It's funny that... Oh, anyway, sorry. I have to get this off my chest. Like, I was watching a YouTube channel and he was talking about Henry Cavill and, like, the whole Watcher Netflix thing. I don't know if you know anything about that. If you do, you can tell me. But this guy kept, say, kept saying Henry Cavill. And I'm just... It just ticks me the wrong way when people don't pronounce things right. The name. The name increase. It's it's funny you say that because in Japan, uh, I I don't talk to people on the phone because my Japanese is not great. But uh, whenever my wife has to mention our last name, 
she has to repeat it two or three times because they just they hear her and they know that she's Japanese or they mm-hmm. they guess that she's Japanese, but when they say my last name, it, it like she says it in you know like in the Japanese way, which is um, using the uh, I'm not going to repeat it on here because it's a public forum. Okay. <laughs> Um, but she says it in a Japanese way with like the sort of, I guess, kanji kind of sound. Um, and like, it's, I always crack up because she has to repeat herself two or three times because you can tell the person on the other line doesn't know how to write it or they, they, you know, maybe they thought they misheard it or something. But, um, Henry, Henry Cavill. So what was it? What was it saying? Cavill? Cavill. Cavill? Cavill, Henry the guy Cavill? kept saying Henry Cavill. Cavill? Have, have you actually heard him say it? Like, you know, how he actually pronounced it? No, how hey, does he pronounce Henry it? Cavill? Everyone Cavill. seems to say Cavill, right? Yeah. Not Cavill. Not Cavill. I'm not Cruella Deville. Like, this is in 101 Dalmatian for crying out loud. Deville? Yeah. Cruella Deville? Cruella, Cruella Deville. <laughs> but I, I'm assuming he gave up the Witcher thing to do the Superman thing because I heard he was coming back. Um, um, somebody convinced. I think I, I read somewhere that um, Dwayne might have actually convinced him to come back as uh, Superman. And there are whispers that uh, uh, possibly Ben Affleck Batman might return as well. Oh, that's the worst Batman ever. <laughs> um, so I don't know how that plays in that universe. I I would okay. So my theory is that they might have two branches of batman running simultaneously with the robert pattinson, robert pattinson batman which was really good the, i actually enjoyed that yeah i i haven't seen it but looking at what i've seen i think i would enjoy that um and also having uh joaquin phoenix's joker, joker. possibly in that universe as well I which like i think joker. would I, I think that would suit to be honest i think that would suit even robert. though i think I, I did read somewhere where it wasn't explicitly i think they were saying it exists in its own universe because obviously at the time it was kind of like a Jared Leto Joker thing happening yeah. um, just before that one so, yeah yeah so I think maybe maybe there'll be two universes running simultaneously I think the the Batman was quite good for DC um, Robert Pattinson. so I think yeah I think yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they'll probably run with that um for longer i'm sure there's a sequel in in the works here but um the the only thing that ruined robert pattinson's batman was probably the controversy around the actress that played catwoman what was the controversy uh i guess it was less controversy but more just news and gossip about her that she was a bit of a spoiled brat off off screen that's, a, I that's think what she, I've heard. I think she said some stuff on uh, Twitter that people were just trashing. Um, yeah. But I, I think as an actress, I think she's, you know, she's quite good. I I, like, I, I really enjoyed her in some other movies, so um, I got no qualms about No well, doubts I, I about her acting. Movie. Yeah, I mean, no doubts yeah, about her acting. Movie, so. But um, yeah, I think that was probably the only negative thing that came out of that. But um, yeah, no, Ben Affleck ruined Batman. Probably the worst Batman ever. Um, I can't remember who the worst uh, Batman ever. I think that's no. I think <laughs> I think I enjoyed. Uh, definitely, I enjoyed that movie or his 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 rendition of Batman way better than George Clooney. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. George. There is no comparison. <laughs> fair. That's fair. That was like holy moly. I think the more recent ones: Christian Bale, Biff, sure. Ben Affleck. Robert Pattinson, Ben Affleck was the, by far the worst. I, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. I think yeah. people forget about um, George Clooney's one just because it's so bad. Like people just yeah. like haven't seen it in like 15 years because it's just you see it once and you don't want to see it again. Who was the other guy that played um, Batman? I can't remember his name. It was Val Kilmer. There was, um, if you go to the very beginning, there was, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Something West. Um, I forgot his name. I keep thinking John West. Um, no, it's um Adam West. Adam West was first. 
he did like the shows and stuff in, in, like in the 60s i think and then there was um oh the guy that was birdman okay adam west michael keaton that's what that's michael keaton. yeah uh, val, Kilmer, i think was next yeah yeah val kilmer uh can't remember George his Clooney. one the Alchemist one was okay. Like it, I think people liked the um, the previous ones before that better. Yeah. But Valkyrie, like he, his face. I think his face is right for Batman. Maybe cool. not. Um, maybe not uh, uh, Bruce Wayne because he had kind of like fear here and yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have an image of Bruce Wayne in my head that you know from the cartoon from the nineties. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, I think his face really worked well in the suit. So his um, face did work well. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah, I think George Clooney, he just like, he felt really flat in that movie and kind of like, like really snarky and sarcastic. Obviously, there's, mm-hmm. you know, directing and writing involved. But yeah. Um, and also, I don't think his face fit with the Batman suit. Um, no, no, it doesn't. But yeah, definitely. I think my favorite thus far is um, Christian Bale. Although I really didn't like the last movie, the Bane movie. Um, oh, okay. I mean, okay. I, I thought it was okay, but um, I thought it probably a controversial view because it was quite well received. But I thought they took the character in the wrong direction. There was a lip there in your microphone that squished in my ear. Yeah. Oh. I hope that doesn't come through. Probably will. I'll have to deal with that. Um, Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton wasn't that bad. Wasn't the worst. Wasn't the best. Was okay. Yeah, I think think Michael Keaton, he he kind of was praised for that Batman because it was like a dark turn. Mm. You know, if you compare that Batman to like the Adam West Batman, Adam West Batman was like fun. Sure. You know, kind of like you know, it's like for kids, right? But then yeah. the um, you know, the one the Batman that he did was like darker and more serious, but still a little bit kind of jokey and you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think people like that that it went sort of a more darker direction. Um, and then Val Kilmer was kind of dark as well, but then George Clooney's one was just like a weird kind of. Yeah, from what I remember, around the time that that movie came out, there was a the animated series of there was an animated series for Batman where it was kind of like um, the colors were very pumped up, and it was kind of like there was like a a stylized effect. You know, the the, the art direction was quite stylized, and I yes. I kind of feel like it was either before that movie or after that movie, but I kind of felt like people were trying to lean. Batman into that direction of um, Gotham being kind of this like this like s- strange circus film New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a vague recollection of that. So I think at the time that it probably suited in terms of the aesthetic, it probably suited that time. But I, you know, I remember seeing that movie when I was young and I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. Mm. I'd say the Robert Pattinson one is very dark, and I really liked it for how dark and it's not gory, it's violent. Mm. Yeah. It just seems. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like, if you compared DC to Marvel, which people always do, but I can't mm. find. I mean, I could be wrong, but I can't find a Batman substitute in Marvel. Like, there isn't one like him. You could argue Iron Man. You mean you mean a comparable character? Yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, you could argue Iron Man. Like, yeah, they're both rich. They both own a massive business. But, like, you know... Batman doesn't have the gear that Iron Man does, and nor does he have like a nuclear reactor in his heart. Yeah. So, yeah. I I think, yeah, I think for me, Marvel tends to be more fantastical. Um, Yeah, for sure. More, more, how do I say this? 
But then the DC side, of course, there's fantastical elements, but they seem to be a lot more serious about it. I think fantasy in general, like having the whimsical is is good in fantasy. Um which I think I think DC is missing the the whimsical. I think there was a little bit of that with the Shazam movie, but um yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed the Shazam movie. I enjoyed the first Superman movie. Um, Henry Cavill. Cavill, yeah. Um, but I I don't know if I enjoyed any other movie. Oh, I, I enjoyed Wonder Woman too, the first one. Uh, I thought that was good. Okay. Um, but but the rest of the movies, I like honestly, I can't. I, I've watched most of them, but I can't remember what happens. That's how forgettable they were just like it's just like action and formulaic stories and there's nothing interesting i'll tell you what's been the biggest waste of my life for three hours was watching snyder cut of justice league right that was apparently that was a lot that was uh, a lot better received than the original um i'm sure it was release but most of it was from the original one, and I didn't see a point of watching it again. It was just such a waste of my time. I will take that um, on board, and I probably would not watch it. But um, I, I, yeah, that that movie, that movie was one of those movies that I I haven't seen the director's cut, but it, that movie was kind of one of those movies where I was just like, I I can't. I know Batman was in it, and like Superman goes bad. I think. At one stage, no, he revived and then he lost. You know, he because he just revived, came back from the dead, so he's a bit confused. And then he found Lois, and then he wasn't confused anymore because you know, love breaks all barriers and all that. Yeah, but it was one of those movies. Was like, there's brief moments where it's like, oh, that's pretty cool, but then the rest of it's just like, I mean, the whole boss fight. I can't remember the boss fight. I know there was one, but like, it's like forgettable. The boss fight was with one of the guys that came. Some dude with the horns or something. Yeah, so he was one of Darkseid's minions. Yeah. So Darkseid is a guy with a laser eye, but has tracking systems on his laser eye, which is like freaking OP. But in saying that, I have definitely... I I, I think the Marvel... uh, films and TV shows. I think all that stuff is just like it's gone the way of Star Wars, unfortunately. Um, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Where it's just they've just been so keen to pump out material to keep their viewership numbers up that it's just like it's it's lost the spirit that that got me into it in the first place. It's just yep. it's it's becoming generic. Yeah. Um so yeah, like that's why I haven't seen anything past Ragnarok. Like I haven't even like, watched um, Thor: Love and Thunder. I haven't either. Granted, I haven't seen. I literally haven't seen any of the TV shows. That, like, um, that I don't know that format. I don't know how you feel about it, but I don't really, I don't really enjoy that format in that way, where it's kind of like. I don't know, it kind of feels like it should be a movie, but they just try and string it out for nine episodes or something. I would say give it a go. It's actually not that bad. Um, WandaVision wasn't that bad. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Loki, mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Loki but... was probably the one that I, in terms of previews, that I thought, like, that would probably be the one that I enjoy the most. Yeah. But, like, um, I probably maybe I'll give She-Hulk a go just to have a look. Um, but I mean, yeah. from what I've seen in trailers and things, like it's not really my thing. Yeah, it's um, got some pretty bad reviews from critics. Um, I thought it was quite well received by critics, but it was like was it? Uh, it was like review bombed by Viewers. people that maybe don't like woman superheroes or something. I don't know. Oh. You know, okay. a movie I really enjoy. I really enjoyed Miss, uh, not Miss Marvel. Is it? Is it? Uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. I really enjoyed that movie. 
I I actually like uh, Brie. Is it Brie Larson? I really yeah. like her in that in that role. I, I I kind of like that sort of stoic kind of. You know, it, it's is. just a different. It's it's like a different flavor because everyone else in that universe is so like bombastic and big and dramatic. You know, I mean, yeah, it's nice from... to have somebody that feels a bit more real. Yeah, I'll tell you what though. Like if. If you want to look for something that is more real, and that's also a TV show, Teen Titans DC, the TV show is pretty violent and pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. And they talk about it in a way that's, well, the story is acted in a way where you're like, I can believe this, even if they have superpowers. Right. More realistic. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like uh, anti sort of the whimsical fantasy kind of superheroes, but um, I, the the reason why I liked that Captain Marvel movie was because it, it the the universe goes in like a different to a different kind of place, and then you know comes back to Earth, and you know we have different characters that are that don't act exactly the same way as everyone else, and you know they're kind of like the black sheep. Mm. Um, of that group, and um, it was it was a nice change. I I, I like that. And then, uh, what, what I the didn't have come out. Oh, I think it's only sort of really Thor that's come out since, right? Thor, and then no. Oh no no no, it was um Black Black Widow came out. Oh yeah, I watched that. I I haven't seen that. I'm not really. I am about to go and watch Black Panther this weekend and I'll let you know how that goes. But yeah, bringing it all back to Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch it in cinema if you're going for like amazing story. But if you just want to go for the experience of watching the rock Dwayne Johnson gets suited up and become a super badass in front of you in a large screen. Sure. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good what I would, what I would say though, is compared to. Hmm. Okay. I can only compare it to DC comics. I can't compare it. I mean, DC production, not a Marvel. I'd say. It's okay, but I definitely would not trade it for a Batman, Robert Pattinson one. Right. Yeah. I mean, both movies are about the same length. I would watch Batman again rather than um, Black Adam. Right. Yeah. You mean Black Adam for the first time or Black Adam again? No, I would rather watch Batman again than watch Black Adam if I was forced to. Right. Someone put a gun in my head and said, "Watch one. Which one are you gonna watch for three hours?" You'd be like, like, "Okay, happily." Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, the one I would watch. I just remember there was uh, also the Ten Rings one. Uh, Ten Rings. The Marvel. Oh, Shang Chi. Yeah, that came out last yeah. year. This time, I did see that movie. I flipped through a lot of it because I got bored. Um, which I think a lot of people will disagree with me based on the critic reviews that I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed really, really well received. I liked him as a character. Yeah. Um, I even liked his sort of girlfriend, not girlfriend character as well. I thought she was pretty funny. But uh-huh. um, I, yeah, there was nothing in the movie that really grabbed me. There was like that cool bus scene, but the CG was like super fake looking. Um. And yeah, like I, I to be honest, I don't even know how the story ended because I just got bored and I turned it off. <laughs> yeah, so, Aquafina definitely was the highlight for me as well. Um, so yeah. that's the that's a girlfriend, non girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard she end... got in a bit of trouble recently as well. Uh, okay, did she? Yeah, apparently, uh, she got accused of uh, cultural appropriation. Oh, yeah. By some yeah, yeah, African American yeah. folks. Yeah, because she talks like them. Right. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of her stuff to be like, oh, yeah, definitely. From that but, movie, it didn't feel like it, but I don't know. But it's like, if you grow up in that area, if you grow up in that kind of culture, for example, there's this guy on TikTok, Asian dude from South Auckland, 
any talks like a South Aucklander, like you would imagine any other South Aucklander talks like, and you know that most South Aucklanders are either, you know, uh, Islander or Maori, because that's the largest demographic down South of Auckland. And he talks like them. It's like, he's not trying to culturally appropriate them. It's just that that's a, that's the environment that he grew up in. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the environment that she grew up in. Hence why she talks like that. I have a friend who is uh, from, I think his family's from Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So he's ethnically Chinese. Um, He came to New Zealand, I think, when he was quite young and started school down south. Same situation. Like he was the only, I think he was like the only Asian kid at his school or in his class or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, like just like most of his friends in school were like Islanders, right? Yeah. So um, I can totally see how that, you know, could happen. Mm. All right. Because you're basically submerged in that culture. Yeah. Let's jump into the next session. Um, We're almost time with this one. Um, I'll probably wrap it up in the next 15 minutes. That's easy. Cool. Let's just jump in the other one and then we'll wrap things up. All righty. Um, yeah. So maybe it's time. Should we go through some news or? Yeah, sure. I didn't write anything down for this week. I have been all over the show with basically two jobs. So what catch me up on what's been going on? Um, so I guess in the world stage, uh, not much has shifted. Um, obviously we got the midterms happening right now, and I heard uh, that it's going to be swinging right. And Elon tweeted something about it. I don't know. So Elon's position was because the presidency is backed by the Democrats, that the uh, the Congress should be the GOP to sort of balance things out. Um, and it's kind of, it's interesting because it's kind of heading that way. So uh, lots of pundits were saying like there's going to be a red wave where the Republicans are going to like completely demolish the Democrats um, based on like, I think, early polling, um, uh, like in the weeks and months leading up to it. But um, I think the whole Roe versus Wade thing has kind of uh, done the GOP a disservice in, in that respect where um, I think a lot more of the younger people have pushed back on that uh, um, decision to to peel that back. Um, mm-hmm. So there was lots, a high percentage of um, youth vote voting Democratic. So uh, the red wave didn't really happen. It hasn't concluded yet. It's going to take a a few more days i think to sort of wrap up but Mm -hmm. um at this stage it looks like the the republicans are going to hit the house um but i am doubtful that they're going to get the senate because uh they had one the democrats had one seat flip which was the oz the um dr oz do you know the dr oz oprah dr oz dude yes i know him he was going up against um this dude called Fetterman, who um, seemed quite popular, but he had a stroke uh, quite recently. And I saw a debate between Oz and Fetterman, and uh, it was a shambles. Um, I felt really sad for Fetterman because, you know, he was up there doing that stuff, and, like, he just couldn't string sentences together properly, and he was kind of out of it. Yep. Uh, so it was clearly the I think Oz clearly won the debate because there wasn't really any debating from Fetterman. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I think, I think he they represent Pennsylvania. I think people just don't want in the, in that state. I think they just don't want a Republican in charge. Um, so even if Oz was more qualified, I think they decided to get Fetterman just because they wanted it to be a blue state. They didn't want it to be red, um, possibly because of the the abortion legislation um, issues. Cool. Um, 
I'm not an expert on that, but that's what I assumed that was the the reason uh, for that. Because, and I'm, I'm worried like how the next few years for him is going to work out because he is not currently he's not not in a good state um, in terms of his uh, cognitive uh, ability to string things together. Mm. Um, kind of what I'm struggling with now, but um, so I don't know if they're going to win the Senate because if if it's a tie. So at the moment they've got it's 48, 48 to the Democrats and forty nine to the Republicans. Um, if the Republicans can't flip a seat from Democrat to Republican, then I don't think they're going to win because uh, the Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, if there's a tie break, she gets an extra vote, so she's obviously going to vote for her side. So um, yeah. there's quite likely possibility that they're not going to win the Senate. But it looks like very possible they're going to win the House, uh, the Republicans, because the Democrats are, are at 184 and Republicans are at 207. So they're quite a ways ahead. Um, but to be honest, that might not be a bad thing because uh, I think I'm kind of in, in a, a lot of people trashed Elon's view, but I've kind of um, share a similar view where. It might be good having a, a, a real mix of uh, power rather mm-hmm. than one side having a lot more than the other. Yep. Um, I but think that's when you, my, you breathe my, this kind of really like vicious polarization and yeah, know, nobody can together. I think the problem with that I see is that things don't get done though, like because you're always going to have the other side opposing if they have half to. Which, that, which is that good. That doesn't change. So, you know, like mm. it's either going to w- work or it's not. Um, yeah. But I think it, I, I I kind of feel like there's there's more chance of things getting done if there's a more even mix of control. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, a, cl- a closer, yeah, closer kind of mix of if there's yeah. sort of more bipartisan agreement. At, and maybe that will happen in this situation. Who knows? I'm, I'm hoping so. But I think if if the one side is just dominating, then obviously that that one side gets more of the the, the say, and then there's less, um, I guess, political power to do anything against it. So I think um, who knows? We'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But I think there was a big fear from Ukraine that if the Republicans were able to take the House and the Senate with strong numbers then they'll peel back some of this ukraine uh uh sort of donations of money and weapons so there was a fear that um, possibly that they won't be able to maintain a certain level of uh of their uh the war mm-hmm. um but you know who knows uh how this is going to turn out um Sean Penn gave his Oscar to Zelensky, yeah. and he can give it back when uh, when he wins the war. Okay, which seemed like a bit of a PR stunt to me. Okay. Uh, I don't know Sean. Obviously, I don't know Sean personally. Maybe he's, no. uh, he's fully invested in that. But um, yeah, they had cameramen like walking around and like you know getting all the shots, and it was kind of kind of comical um and the russian army the defense uh minister announced that the russian army is retreating from Kherson, the city of Kherson. they will be on the other side of the dnipro river i believe is called Mm -hmm. um so they'll be out of the city itself but the ukraine uh uh leadership is very suspicious because basically the way it's been happening before is they retreat first and then they say, yes, we retreated instead of saying, yes, we are retreating and then retreat. So they believe that there are, uh, basically, uh, um, missiles and artillery pointed exactly on that city, just waiting for Ukraine to enter the city so that they can just bomb the crap out of it. Mm. So instead of a, a withdrawal 
to you know because they're losing it's more of a withdrawal so that they can kill more of the other side um that is the thinking behind that so uh no, i'm not sure if ukraine came up with that idea themselves or if they you know american intelligence was saying you know this looks like a trap um but it does look like a trap to me mm. um and maybe we might see some sort of big event there um it's highly unlikely but there, there may be some sort of nuclear device or something that might be used oh well if they go nuclear doesn't that mean you eu no nato would get involved there was a threat from america they weren't explicit but uh there was a former uh what was this a former head of the cia who i listened to on an interview who, who said um he suspects that if they did that that the u.s would launch uh an attack on the black sea fleet so basically destroy um russia's navy in that area and that they would also launch um you know missiles from the sea into ukraine to beat back the russian um forces Mm -hmm. and um you know we've already seen that uh you know these areas where russia has sort of annexed um where they said that they would defend those lands because they are now russian lands yes there hasn't there hasn't been any major escalation um because you know Ukraine Ukraine's counteroffensive has been taking those annexed lands back but nothing happened you know like there's no um fire and brimstone the only thing that the russia did that we could see was um after they destroyed that crimean bridge um that's when russia started doing the drone attacks into kiev and around the infrastructure so um yeah the threats are kind of empty at the stage okay any other news that you like to update us uh there was some um, the german chancellor he went to china yes he with, sure did met with xi and there was a partial sale of a german port to I, the chinese I, I just need to correct you it's she so it's like sorry she. what did i say she she yeah she 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 sorry about that guys um can't believe i'm not n- not a professional okay guys i have an accent <laughs> uh there was a partial sale of a german port a, a quite a major one to a ccp backed chinese firm which raised a lot of red flags and then obviously there was this meeting between the german chancellor and xi um in china so it seemed like things are getting a little bit more cozy between uh germany and and china and germany people have have kind of weighed in on that and saying that kind of germany doesn't just doesn't want to be sort of explicitly on one side it doesn't want to be fully aligned with america you know it wants to be kind of somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. um i guess to be as advantageous to their interests as possible which i can kind of understand um and germany kind of plays its own game within the eu as well so because mm-hmm. germany is a very powerful nation within the eu so cool. um they kind of not fully but kind of played their their own drumbeat yep um so yeah we'll have to watch that but i know that uh a chinese company tried to bid on a german chip manufacturing um plant or something and they got denied so it's not like a full-on you know acquisition land grab or anything like that but uh yeah definitely something to to look out on and then um there are currently there's actually a, a big fire happening near a 
nuclear site in uh, Israel and really? not sure what's happening there. I think it's kind of breaking news there. Um, but I know previously Iran has sort of threatened uh, Saudi Arabia with attacks and possibly, I mean, they always at Israel's kind of neck, you know, with the knife. So um, who knows what's happening there. We'll have to wait and see how that pans out. Um, but yeah, lots of dire things happening around the world. We have to pay attention and um, yeah, stay off the <laughs> I mean, I think back to like two weeks ago when we were saying like, yeah, things are getting worse, but it's like listening to what you just said now, I mean, sure, things are bad, but it's like, mm, it's not, don't get me wrong. I mean, again, things are bad, but it's not, it's not getting worse. Like it's still the world. We know it. I know. Preferably if you, I mean, it's getting tough. It's it's definitely tougher now than it was. Oh yeah, tough for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't and say if it's... you're in places like Somalia, where there's currently thousands of people dying from starvation right now. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Obviously, that is the um, very bad situation, and obviously things going on in Myanmar and Yemen still. So yeah, um, don't forget it's still about tough Haiti. for a lot of people. And yeah, kind of. It's a difficult time, I think, but not the worst time. Mm. Um. Anyway, folks, I need to get out of here, so uh, I will bid you farewell, and I hope you have a great weekend. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye bye.